This is a Gateway City Sports Special. This is the Derek King Sports Show. Cardinals, Blues, Mizzou Athletics, Chiefs. He has it covered. The Derek King Sports Show. Only on Gateway City Sports. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this special edition of the Derek King Sports Show, live and in living color. I have a really amazing guest. We're going to bring him on here in just a second. But I just want to let you know that Derek King Sports Show on Gateway City Sports is coming to you live from the Fifth Street Motor Studios. And my guest tonight... His name is Dan Luss. He's a sports attorney from Conduct Detrimental Podcast, Sports Law Podcast, as a matter of fact. Him and his partner have just made waves all over the Internet, all over social media for their following of this lawsuit, of what has been going on in St. Louis that has been that has just been all over the news now here over the last few days. And I want to introduce you right now to Dan Lust on our celebrity line. It's our Sean Wiley All-State Celebrity Line. Dan, thank you for joining us. How are you doing this evening, sir? I'm good. I'm good. My pleasure to join the show. It's certainly uh, – I, I love when these cases kind of fall at this legal and sports intersection. So that's, uh, that's our wheelhouse, and I'm, I'm happy uh, I got the call for the show tonight. Well, you know what? I mean, we are so thrilled to have you on because it's amazing to be able to actually sit down and pick the brain of someone who actually has knowledge of the situation. And for the layperson, such as myself, who has I've never had any training. I mean, the closest thing I am to a lawyer is watching Law and Order. That's about the extent of it. Uh, and so when we can have somebody like yourself on the show to be able to kind of talk through these things to the layperson and to the fans out there, it really helps us a quite a bit to kind of understand the process of events. And so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of go through this thing here real quick uh, because we're, we're going to just do this as fast as we can. Uh, the first thing I really want to talk to you about is how did this lawsuit come across your guys' radar? I mean, it's certainly been on, on my radar for a number, uh, for some time. Uh, you know, the state's obviously been kicking around for a while. Um, but, you know, I, I try to keep tabs on, on uh, every legal or sports legal matter, big and small. But it's at a point when the case reaches kind of a, a national fever pitch. Um, you know, I, I think it's there now. And it's our job as kind of sports lawyers to try to tell the world, hey, you maybe thought this case was going away. But, you know, lawyers can tell you now this case has reached a point where no one can kind of you know, underestimate it. Um, you know, obviously this past week, people that have been filing this lawsuit, I think a lot of people thought this case was going to get, was going to get dismissed in some way, shape, or form. Um, you know, that's because uh, if you're following sports law, the Oakland Raiders or the city of Oakland had filed a similar lawsuit, which was dismissed. It went away, and no one ever heard from it again. Now, this case, uh, the NFL has made a motion to dismiss. It's called a motion for summary judgment to get the case kicked out of court. Uh, they tried to kick every single of the four causes of actions out of court. And guess what? The judge said, no, we are not taking this out of court. Summary judgment motion denied, and the case is going to proceed. So, you know, at this point, people can uh, underestimate the case at their own risk. 
It's a case that's either going to settle for a larger amount of money or it's a case that's going to go to trial, um, in which case we have a full public spectacle kind of on our hands where, where 32 NFL owners are named in the lawsuit. So, yeah, maybe you could underestimate it prior to summary judgment. Hey, the case is never going to make it to trial. But now we're on a you know a collision course for trial, which is, uh, as lawyers, uh, obviously we're, we're getting excited about. Well, then I want to make it clear to our fans out there who you're listening to and Dan Lust, this guy really does know his stuff. I mean, this guy is a practicing attorney and he knows his things and you've been involved in sports for quite some time. If I'm not mistaken, didn't you have some form of a, uh, a background with the National Football League, also with MLB too as well? I believe you worked for the Giants in their PR department there for a little bit too as well. I did. I did. Uh, obviously, w- way back in my past, but I worked for the New York Giants, uh, uh, New York Giants Public Relations Department. Uh, and then when I was in law school, I did some work, uh, you know, uh, with Major League Baseball, uh, helping uh, negotiate arbitration contracts. So I do uh, have a pure sports background. And then obviously I took that uh, into legal practice where, you know, in, in, uh, in my practice, we have some sports cases. But you guys know me from uh, social media where all I do is talk about uh, and analyze these, these sports cases. So you know, all, all of my attention now at this point is on St. Louis in this case. Well, absolutely. And, and speaking of social media and also your podcast, it's called Conduct Detrimental, which, I mean, you guys have really set the St. Louis media market ablaze. I mean, both you and your partner, I believe, Daniel Wallach, am I pronouncing his name correctly? Yes, yes, the two Dan's, okay. the two sports love yeah. Dan's. The two Dan's, you guys are doing this this podcast called Conduct Detrimental, which, by the way, if you guys have an opportunity, go over to the Apple Store, the podcast, make sure you get that because it is an amazing listen to kind of dive into the just the nuts and bolts of what sports law is all about and how these things work behind the scenes. You guys definitely have to check it out and download the latest episodes where they are talking about the St. Louis lawsuit. The one thing I did want to ask you is, on your podcast over there on Conduct Detrimental, you guys covered a lot of ground. Where did you guys come up to the potential numbers on the St. Louis winning side of things if St. Louis was to go to court, if they were to go to trial, and potentially win this thing? Here's my favorite part about this lawsuit, Um, and uh, it's it's Judge McGraw over in in, uh, St. Louis. So here's the thing, Uh, and I don't necessarily agree with everything he's doing, but I can't just tell you what my chances are based on what he's done. There was a motion in this case, which uh, I imagine everyone listening to us is somewhat familiar with the case, but there was a motion to change the venue of the case because of the question of whether it was fair to try a case, uh, you know, of this magnitude, you know, with the city of St. Louis as a plaintiff, you know, county of St. Louis. You know, if it was fair to try that case in St. Louis, because you'd think, hey, maybe, you know, St. Louis jurors, right, and, and people that are going to get called to be a jury on, on this case are going to be people from the county. Hey, maybe those people are going to be biased towards uh, the city of St. Louis, and I would think they would be. It's the same situation we had over in Los Angeles when there was a question of whether in, in Kobe Bryant's wrongful death case, if that case should be tried in Los Angeles County. And me, I think I would probably tell you, maybe that's not the most fair thing in the world. Maybe it should be tried in San Diego or some adjacent county. Same thing with the Boston Bombers, right? Should that case be tried in Boston? I don't know if that's that fair, right? Everyone, you know, good or bad, evil, right? You know, everyone deserves a fair trial. Um, and is it fair to try the case in St. Louis? He asked me, hopefully no one gets mad at me for saying this. I don't know if it's that fair, um, but all I can tell you is that the judge disagreed with me, and he goes, no, this case is going to be tried in front of a St. Louis jury. If you guys ask me, what is the percentage chance that uh, you know the NFL loses on this case or if the St. Louis prevails? 
I think it's certainly much higher in front of a St. Louis jury. And I think the amount of damages that would be awarded to the city of St. Louis are much higher with the St. Louis jury. Now, is that fair to the NFL? Uh, I don't I don't necessarily think so. I think that's a question that could uh, go up on appeal. You know, if the judge was right in keeping the case in St. Louis. But all I can tell you, St. Louis judge, St. Louis jury. And if you're a resident of the city of St. Louis, a fan of the former St. Louis Rams, Kurt Warner, the greatest show on turf. I think you have to be licking your chops a little bit as this judge set this up for this spectacle in St. Louis in a city where they don't, you know, they don't really uh, think too kindly of the NFL. So, yeah, I think the judge's decision in this case is certainly going to maybe raise some issues on appeal. But, you know, if the case holds, uh, I I think it's looking much better for St. Louis, obviously, uh, in the city of St. Louis. This is Dan Lust joining us. He's a sports attorney uh, from the podcast Conduct Detrimental. Uh, He's joining us on a Sean Wiley Allstate celebrity line. I want to follow up on that last question because it's kind of something that I think that a lot of people are missing because if this thing goes to trial and if a St. Louis jury hears it and if it is in favor for St. Louis, what are the realistic possibilities that the NFL could potentially win and win big on appeal based on the bias of a St. Louis jury. What say you about that? It, it's certainly possible. And in our legal circles, that's what we're talking about. So we're, we're talking about the other part of the case that's going up on appeal is whether these owners, these NFL owners have to provide personal discovery. I think the judge is in his right to order that personal discovery based on the element of fraud. And the element of fraud is what everyone in St. Louis is aware of, right? That, you know, Trump, he asked St. Louis to expert. Y and Z. And St. Louis did X, Y, and Z, and they still didn't get to keep the team. So the element of fraud, I, I think, is fair for discovery. But, you know, again, I try to be impartial. Hopefully people of St. Louis don't get mad at me for saying this. I, do I think the Boston bombing case should have been tried in Boston? No. Do I think Kobe Bryant's case should have been tried in Los Angeles? No. You can find a different county, just move next door, and maybe those people will be that much less inclined. So I do think there is a, a realistic chance to, that any decision at trial could potentially be overturned on that particular decision. Um, but... You know, uh, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't say, right, 99.9% of cases settle before trial. That's just how these things are done. And the question why we found this so fascinating on the podcast, which I'm sure you guys listen to, you know, there's a lot of money involved in this case, right? The question is how how much money, right? How much money did the St. Louis Rams, you know, turn into when they became the Los Angeles Rams? A couple billion dollars. That's that's what the, the difference is between being the St. Louis Rams and the Los Angeles Rams. And the question is whether Stan Kroenke and his family are entitled to that increase in valuation or if that should be disgorged, I mean, taken away and given to the city of St. Louis. So it's a lot of money. Um, you know, and the question is, if there is some creative type of settlement with the NFL, and this is the real question, which a lot of people are asking me on, on Twitter and, and Instagram. The question is, like, could they arrive at a settlement that guarantees that St. Louis gets the 33rd NFL franchise? Is that possible? And I certainly think that has to be in consideration to some extent, because if you're, you know, if someone, if you're the city of St. Louis and you're negotiating behalf of the city of St. Louis, I think the fans are, are certainly more concerned with some, you know, representations that maybe you could get a team back as opposed to, hey, let's add another zero to this. I don't think fans care about that. And I think for the NFL's purposes, if they're going to expand, uh, you know, and get to 33, 34, maybe 36, who knows, in the next 10 years. You know, what, what better market? How many better markets are there than St. Louis? And I'm not just saying this. I'm not from St. Louis. I'm from New York. But St. Louis obviously has, you know, a, a rich pro sports history and a rich NFL history. So I think that's got to be in consideration. I, I mean, the people we spoke to said that, that that's not currently on the table. But, you know, stranger things have happened. I think Seattle is, is probably in line to get one of the next NBA franchises. So not, not so crazy for that, for that kind of concept to be on the table. 
And I also feel that, you know, and plus it's also been out there quite a bit on social media too. Of the, the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? It's, it's the age old adage of that. There's a lot of people out there that are saying we want our pound of flesh. You guys talked about this on conduct detrimental over on your podcast. You talked about the pound of flesh that the P the fans want their pound of flesh. The policymakers want their pound of flesh in St. Louis. You've got these, uh, you know, the other people that were involved in the process also want their pound of flesh. I will tell you from firsthand experience in the market, a lot of fans and people that are paying really close attention to this lawsuit do not trust if there is a winnings that is involved in this case in some way, shape or form or another, the fans have made it very clear that they do not trust the city of St. Louis and do not trust the county and politicians to handle that money properly. It's been very well stated amongst fans out there in every avenue that you can think of that what they want is they want an expansion team. Now, that being said, that's also one of those things, and you got you just covered it earlier and you guys have covered it before, that it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be a little bit of a stretch but I really feel like if the St. Louis law team is listening to the fans, what they want to hear is, hey, we're going to get a team out of this. Hey, maybe we get a stadium out of this. Maybe there's some other form of compensation that gets involved with that in some form of a settlement. But we'll have to wait and see. And that's one of those things to where I feel that. That's why it's such a pleasure to have someone like you, Dan, to come on and be able to talk through these things from a legal perspective to say, hey, I know that the fans in St. Louis might get upset with me about this, but I'm going to be real about this. I'm going to be like an attorney. I'm going to represent, and I'm going to do what's fair across the board. And you made the perfect example of the Boston bombing situation. Should it have been tried in Boston? Probably not. You know, should this case be tried in St. Louis City? Probably not. There's going to be biased. So, my thing on an outside perspective, and the, I'll close it out with this, because I know you got to go, we got to go, but this has been great so far, but I want to close it out with this question with you. If you were to give it a percentage to say, percentage-wise, this goes to court here, or percentage-wise, this gets settled out of court, what side of that card are you leaning on? I mean... Yeah, most cases get settled. If you ask me, you know, put a gun to my head, I, I would think I would say this case gets settled. The problem is, you know, and, and I'm just, you know, and, and there's one thing that you said that I, I, I found really interesting that I, I should probably just comment on. The lawyers in this case, at least as far as, as we are aware, we, we did some research on this. They're receiving a contingency in, in the, uh, you know, the, the settlement or, or whatever comes at verdict. So uh, hypothetically, which I don't I think these numbers would probably be much higher. But if the city of St. Louis wins $100 million, you know, let's say they're getting a third. I don't know what the exact numbers are. The lawyers would get, you know, $30 million, a lot of money. Now, let's say the NFL said, you know what, we'll pay you a little bit less, but we'll promise you the next team, the 33rd NFL franchise. So we'll give you $25 million, and we'll promise you the next team. You know, I don't, it's an interesting issue from a legal perspective and, I don't know, maybe a human perspective. It's kind of conflict of interest, right? Are these lawyers going to be okay accepting less money for the potential for an expansion franchise? It's interesting. It's an interesting kind of of thought process. Now, you you ask me, gun to my head, I think this case settles. The NFL is the history of, you know, either getting these cases dismissed or settling them, and no one knows what goes on. 
The Colin Kaepernick case is a good example. You know, it would have been really cool to have that case heard out in the public sphere and we know exactly what happened with Kaepernick, but that case settled and, and went away. No one ever heard of it. The problem with this case is that there's so much money at stake, right? It's in the, the billions of dollars. And for St. Louis purposes, maybe you want to take your chance uh, at a jury in St. Louis with a St. Louis judge who, in theory, right, maybe is going to write you a blank check. I mean, you're going to have to have people in the jury that are going to claim to be unbiased, but it's going to be hard to leave your bias at the door if you're a resident of St. Louis and you live through the greatest show on turf and you live through Kroenke taking the team and moving to Los Angeles in the middle of the night. So I think this case is going to settle, but at least from what we're hearing, the NFL is not going to do that willy-nilly. It's going to wait until the 11th hour when they kind of are forced to make a deal. Um, but, you know, risking everything on winning an appeal on the, on the venue selection – I think that's saying a lot. Uh, I don't know how far they are in settlement talks, but, you know, 99.9% of cases settle for a reason. And, and uh, it's got to be my bet, but either way, it's a big win for St. Louis. It's a lot of money. San Diego Chargers were not uh, able to sue the city of San Diego for some, uh, you know, the kind of release that they couldn't sue. city of Oakland sued and lost. So of those three teams that moved in 2016, St. Louis might be the only market here to, to get something back, right, to get some money back. And, uh, you know, I, I I think that would be a fair resolution, um, but we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. But, yeah, I, I do think this gets settled. But either way, it's going to be a win for St. Louis. Dan, hey, man, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule because I know it's crazy and hectic up there in New York right now and everything that's just going on in life. Man, I just really appreciate you taking the time to come on and explain to everybody here in the St. Louis market of kind of what's going on and put them in the headspace because it's a it's a great deal of help to be able to keep people grounded in reality to explain these situations. And again, you guys can go over and you can find Dan Lust and his partner, Daniel Wallach, over on the Conduct Detrimental Sports Podcast. And make sure you guys add that. Great stuff. Dan, where can folks find you at? What's the best place that they can locate you? So uh, depending if you're a Twitter or Instagram person, uh, either way, my handle is at SportsMallLust. And uh, we have a website, ConductDetrimental.com, where we've been covering the Rams lawsuit among a number of issues. You're into the college sports space, which I'm sure many of you are. We cover a lot, uh, a lot of the NIL stuff. So, yeah, we, we try to cover every, everything sports and law. Hey, man, that's great. That's awesome. That's Daniel Lust. Dan Lust at Sports Law Lust over there on Twitter. Go check him out. Again, go check out Conduct Detrimental. Go check out all the great stuff that they have over there on ConductDetrimental.com. Dan, thank you so much, sir. Enjoy your evening. Appreciate having you on, and hopefully we'll have you on soon to talk some more good news. My pleasure. Hopefully there's good news. Uh, I, my spider said is tingling. I think we're going to hear some more good news. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, guys. That was... Dan Lust on our Sean Wiley Allstate celebrity line. What a great, great guy. That was a great guest to have on. I hope that answered some questions for everybody out there. I, I know it answered a few questions for me, personally speaking. And it's some of that stuff, as a St. Louis fan, hey, if, if you don't like it, I totally understand. But I love hearing from professionals. 
That's what I love to do. That's what I love more than anything is to hear from people who are in the know, that people that do this on the daily, and they know what they're talking about and how they're phrasing it. They're putting it right to you direct, and they're not beating around the bush. I can appreciate that more than anything. And this is Missouri, and that's why they call it the show me state more than anything. Hey, folks, thank you for joining us tonight. I know this has been a short one, but we really wanted to get after this. We wanted to hit it while it was hot. We're going to go ahead and let this sit for a little bit. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to comment in the video on any platform that you're on or even message us over on Facebook. You can message us over on the website at www.gatewaycitysports.com. Make sure you go over there and check out all the great podcasts and shows that we have on the regular out there. But this is me, Derek King, from the Derek King Sports Show, signing off. I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Take care. Thank you. <laughs>